I'm Crystal Escobar. Today I'm going to talk about the importance of establishing a good morning routine. Welcome to the Wannabe Balanced Podcast, encouraging you to become the best version of yourself as you strive for balance in motherhood and business. Self-made millionaires, Sean and Crystal Escobar, will help you discover your passion and offer valuable insight into how you can make your dreams come true. And now your host, author, blogger, YouTuber, and wannabe balanced mom, Crystal Escobar. I am on cloud nine today, you guys, because this 10-year goal of mine has finally been achieved. I, my book is officially out. It's printed. It's available on Amazon and available for pre-order. Let me clarify, but, um, the, the, it's only like another week and it will actually be in stock and ready to be shipped out from Amazon. But I, I received a big package of my books the other day. And so I do have, you do have the option to order a signed copy from me. I know I'm not like a celebrity or anything else, but if you really want my signature on the book, you can order it directly from me and I will ship you out your, your copy. So I'm so excited about this, you guys, because I mean, I never thought I was one to be capable of writing a book. First of all, I have no credentials really. And so for for me to be able to fulfill this dream of mine is just extremely fulfilling for me. It gives me a sense of empowerment, I guess you can say, going my whole life thinking like, well, you know, what do I really have to offer? I'm not like, I don't have like this fancy education or anything like that. I'm not a psychologist and life coach, anything like that. But I really had this desire to write a book and to share my story. And so it was just, it feels so gratifying to be able to have had the opportunity and to see my book and to hold my book and to see it all complete and finished is just such a great feeling. So I appreciate you guys most of all for continuing to to encourage me all these years. I know many of you have been following me on my blog for, I think it's been almost 10 years now. Yep. It's, it's going to be 10 years very soon. That will be the, the marker there when Oliver turns 10. That is because he was just a little baby when I started. And so, yeah, it's just crazy to think back at my mentality all those years ago and all the things that I've learned and this goal I had to write a book feeling like I had so much to say but I didn't know how to say it and then 10 years later the opportunity arises and I feel like it was perfect timing because I definitely needed that time to I needed more life experience to be able to articulate the thoughts and the feelings that were going on internally. So just couldn't have come at a better time to be able to have had this opportunity come to me. But before I get started, I wanted to read a review. I haven't read a review in a while. I also want to remind you guys that if I read your review, then you need to email me because I have a special gift for you. Now it, it's going to be my book. The, the gift I'm going to send out if I read your review is my book along with some other little goodies that I have left over from my Wannabe Balanced event and even a little 
miniature wannabe balanced rock. I, if you've seen on Instagram, I, over the summer, I was hiding rocks that I had drawn a little elephants on. And it's really therapeutic for me to do this. So I really enjoy the process of drawing those elephants on, on the rocks and then hiding them all over, all over town. And yeah, so it's, I'm going to, it's definitely expensive to send a rock. I send a rock to somebody, just an average size rock, and it was really expensive. So I'm going to send a little miniature one because of the weight. <laughs> oh, and to explain why the I'm doing the elephant on these rocks is because, well, you'll, you'll understand a little bit more if you read my book, but you'll see on the cover of my book, there's a mama elephant and a baby elephant. And the mommy elephant is balancing on one of those little um, balance balls those medicine balls and it's just yeah you'll you'll read the whole story of how the cover came about and my um my feelings around elephants the and the significance around elephants and this yeah the symbolism there so it's all in the book guys if you want to read it <laughs> you got to order the book all right oh also another announcement or something i wanted to share before i get started so there is a, a there is actually a missing chapter or a mis- missing portion of the book that I was not able to include in my book, which I was kind of sad about. But I I shared that a while ago in my New Year's resolutions episode, where I was conflicted and my book is going to be sold in Deseret Book. And as most of you know, I am no longer. LDS anymore. And um, so I definitely wrote about my faith journey and whole faith crisis and transition in the book. And I, I informed the publisher that I would be doing this and I asked if that would be okay. And they said yes. But then when they presented the book to Deseret Book, they didn't like a portion of what I wrote. So I had to remove it, but I saved it and I plan to read it to all of you guys in the upcoming episodes. So look forward to that. I did. I was able to share a portion of my faith transition, but I had to leave a lot of stuff out. But that's okay. I totally understand. And also, if you if you do order my book and you see that I have, um, I'm quoting different apostles and prophets. Just know that I I still have a lot of respect and admiration for the leaders of the church. And I think that they do teach amazing, wonderful things. There's just some things that I disagree on. I don't feel that, no longer do I feel like I need to follow everything that they say. I like having the choice to pick and choose the things that I like about the church and leave all the rest behind. So that's where I'm at. And so if you read my book and you see that I'm quoting different apostles and prophets, just know that it was when I was writing this book, it was in, I was just totally going through my faith transition. It's just crazy how it happened to occur during the process of writing my book. So I still hold respect and love for the leaders of the church. And I think that they have taught me good things. So, um, all right, now let me read the review. I, it doesn't say who this is from, but I'm, I think I know who it's from but I'm not sure. So if this is you, uh, it's titled A True Warrior, Fear Into Joy, then email me at crystal at escoweb.net or you can always find me on Facebook or Instagram at wannabebalanced and you can message me there your address and I'll send you my little gift and my book and all that. 
fun stuff. All right. She says, Crystal, I simply cannot thank you enough for your massive courage and bravery in sharing your faith journey with kindness, truth, and vulnerability. The most impactful leaders know that truth-telling will invite the judgment of others, but without facing that fire, you can never rise into a space of greatness within yourself and in the public sphere. The negativity you're facing comes from a place of fear and judgment. It says so much more about the inner world of that person than it does about you or anything you've said. As you choose truth, telling in love, and I really don't think you could be doing this any more beautifully, people will fall away from you and that's a gift because others with more self-awareness and emotional intelligence will feel that void in your life. I think the world of you and Sean and all the efforts you are making to lift, love, and serve those in your midst. Wow, that was just so beautiful and I really... I just love reading your reviews, you guys. It, it helps me feel connected to you, helps me um, know that, that you're listening. And as I'm recording this podcast, I imagine speaking to one of you on the phone. And I know I'm doing the majority of the talking, so I apologize for that. <laughs> you can't re- respond directly in this podcast, but your way of responding through your emails and messages you send me and the reviews just makes me feel that connection with you who are listening. So thank you guys for leaving me reviews. I, I just appreciate it so much. All right. Today I wanted to really go into my morning routine and talk a little bit about what I've noticed as I've really made it a priority to wake up a little bit earlier because yes, that's what it takes. If you have kids, you got to wake up a little bit earlier before the kids so that you can have that peaceful hour or two, if you can wake up that early, before the day starts and you can work through all your different thoughts. You can plan out your day, visualize, and all these things that I'm going to cover right now and talk about my my morning routine. I'm just going to share my morning routine and explain the process for me. I'm also in the process of creating a YouTube video. If you like, if you're like a visual person like me, you'll appreciate seeing my morning routine and that should be up on the channel next week. But this week I'm sharing a brain boosting smoothie that is also part of my morning routine, but I wanted to share it in a separate segment um, just to make it easier for you to find that recipe. So it's a, it's a brain boosting smoothie that I I love and it doesn't replace my Isogenics morning shake, but I I tend to either have the smoothie first thing or, and then a couple hours later have my Isogenics shake or vice versa. So, but typically I always start my morning with my Isogenics meal replacement protein shake. And then two to three hours later is when I'll have my, my brain boosting smoothie. And I share the recipe and a little bit more about what that is in the YouTube video that should be up on Thursday night at 5 o'clock p.m. Mountain Standard Time. So be sure to subscribe to my YouTube channel if you like videos and you like YouTube. I love YouTube. I'm I'm always watching and learning so much through different people on YouTube. So subscribe to my channel. You can always find me at, at Wannabe Balanced on YouTube. And then also one little tip is if you click on the bell when you subscribe, then you will actually get a notification each time I upload a new video, which is just only once a week. So it's not like you're going to be bombarded with all these notifications, but it is helpful if you like to know when I 
when a new video is up. Okay, so now a little bit more about my morning routine. I actually did a blog post about this last year and I created a free printable that you might find useful in your morning routine. If you want to go to wannabebalanced.com slash morning dash routine. I'll also put the link in the show notes of this episode. You can always find every past episode and all the show notes on my website at wannabe, wannabebalanced.com. So I know this is a lot of like information here, but just want to make sure you all know where to find these resources. So in my morning routine, I, I did a bedtime routine that ties into my morning routine and I have a video on that. <laughs> okay, there's more more information for you. But like I said, all these links will be in the show notes of this this episode. So I have a nighttime routine and I will post that for you to go to, but it's on YouTube. And I I just explain how I like to really plan out my day the night before and mostly plan out my morning because my morning is the most important part of the day for me really and I'm being serious when I sleep in and I don't get that chance to go through my little morning routine I don't feel as on top of things I feel a little more scattered a little more anxious I definitely see improvements in my overall well-being my mental clarity my emotional stability when I wake up at least an hour before everyone else so that I can have a moment to meditate, visualize, and and just think about my day to write and to read. And so, okay, now let me go down the list of what I like to do. So first, I wake up, right? You got to wake up. You got to get out of bed. That is the hardest part. And one thing that really helps me is to place a big bottle of water. I got my crystal water on my nightstand and an e-shot that's an isogenics um, little energy drink that I like because it's a natural source of caffeine and I've, I never feel any kind of jitters or anything like that but now I can actually drink coffee which is really cool but come to find out I'm not much of a coffee person I like it and I'll drink it if Sean makes it but if he doesn't make it I just won't drink it I like an e-shot I just I think the only thing I don't like about coffee is how it I'm worried about it staining my teeth and and um, the aftertaste in my mouth I feel like it gives you the worst breath so I'll drink it but I'm not obsessed with it and I could take it or leave it so but it is kind of cool to finally have the choice that oh I could drink coffee if I wanted to but turns out I don't really want to so <laughs> it's kind of nice oh the freedom right the freedom <laughs> to make my own choices to decide on my own <laughs> what I like and what my body agrees with and doesn't agree with oh one little tip about waking up though is never hit the snooze button one thing I learned recently which I actually didn't know is that is the brain the sleep cycles that we go through throughout throughout the night and it's a 90 minute sleep cycle and if you could get your body to wake up naturally without an alarm that is ideal you do not want to interrupt the sleep cycle if you wake up naturally you'll know that that is the time when your sleep cycle has ended so we have uh, 90 minute intervals of you know sleep cycles throughout the night and so it's best if you can wake up in between those those 90 minute intervals and i have always been 
totally fine without using an alarm. Even on my mission, I talked all my companions into not setting an alarm. And they were like a little worried at first because you got to wake up at 630. Otherwise, you're being disobedient. So <laughs> I'm like, I swear, I promise I will wake us up. Just don't set an alarm because I hated waking up with an alarm. It's so startling. I don't feel good. My heart like races when I hear that noise. And I don't like being woken up in that way. I like to wake up naturally. So if you can train your body to wake up at a certain time, and it's and really it comes down to the intention you set the night before. Whenever I think, okay, I need to wake up at seven o'clock or six o'clock, then that's my alarm clock. And I usually always wake up at that time if I go to bed on time. You know, if I go to bed at a reasonable hour, then it's easier for me to wake up by just setting the intention and not setting an alarm. So don't uh, hit the snooze button because if you if you hit the snooze button and you fall asleep for an extra 10 minutes, you have begun another sleep cycle. So you don't want to wake up in the middle of a sleep cycle because you will feel extra groggy and it will be even that much harder to get out of bed. So there's my little tip for you when it comes to waking up but actually, what I do like to do before I get out of bed is, since I've been really learning a lot about dreams, and I did a whole episode on that, if you want to listen to that episode, episode number episode number 44, I talk about dreams and the, the meaning of dreams and interpreting your dreams and all that. So I find it very fascinating. So lately, I've been really trying to remember my dreams and to write down my dreams. So what I do is before I get out of bed, as I lay there in the dark and I close my eyes and try to recall the different dreams that I had, because if you don't set that intention to remember your dreams, you'll just get out of bed and then poof, those dreams, like it's easy to forget your dreams that quickly. So you set that intention to remember your dreams. You give yourself a moment before you get out of bed, before you turn on the lights to think of all the different dreams and everything that you can remember about the dreams. Then you get up, you drink your glass of water, you drink your e-shot and you turn on your lights and you write down your dreams. Just, it doesn't even have to be very long. just different words even. And then later, if you have a moment in the day, you can think about interpreting your dreams or maybe even throughout the day, you might even um, be thinking more about your dream and find finding those the different interpretations and the symbols as you're going about your day. So you don't necessarily have to sit there and analyze your dream in that moment. Just write it down and you'll be able to ponder that later or throughout the day. I really like to set the mood and I, and I talk about how I do this at night as well. I like to, I like to burn a little sage or incense. Sean hates it, so I don't get to do it very much. I have to do it outside. Like when the weather's warmer, I'll go out and do it there or I'll go into a different room and I'll burn some sage in there because Sean says it gives him a headache, but I really love it. So I, I can, I burn my candles or diffuse some essential oils. I like the ambiance that a candle gives. So it's not necessarily about the aroma. It's more just like how it makes me feel seeing the burning candle. And then I like to play some music, some relaxing music. And that really sets the mood for me, some instrumental or just sit in complete silence. So you decide what's best for you. But I really think it's important to set the mood and to get your space 
so cozy and relaxing and ready to really practice some meditation and mindfulness. One thing I did learn about recently in one of the YouTube videos that I was watching, I happened to come across um, different tips for improving your brain function. And he suggested to brush your teeth with the opposite hand because oftentimes we get into these routines and everything's the same all the time. And it's like we're on autopilot. We don't really have to think about brushing our teeth. We don't have to think about all the different steps that we go through as we go about our day. But when you can try to change things up just a bit that you're strengthening new neurotransmitters in the brain. And of course, we all want to have a high functioning brain. And I really want to do what I can to improve my brain function because not only do I want to be more aware of my mental health and having the ability to possibly use more parts of the brain and not just get stuck in this monotonous way of living where we're not really stimulating other parts of the brain. So when you brush your teeth with the opposite hand, you are stimulating other parts of the brain, which is is a way of exercising your brain. So I really... I'm trying to incorporate this as well because, you know, what I'm learning about the brain is, you know, we've got the right brain and the left brain and there's the the logical side of the brain and the creativity side of the brain. And when you try to do things with your opposite hand, not just brushing your teeth, but other things throughout the day, you're stimulating more parts of your brain and you're gaining more access to the power of the brain, really. So that's that's kind of something that I find really exciting to be able to strengthen my brain. And that's also why I've incorporated, I've been incorporating a brain boosting smoothie because I'm really trying to focus on taking care of my brain and consuming foods that will really nourish my brain, like avocados, blueberries, salmon, those types of things that are really, really good for healthy brain function. One of the supplements that I really like is lion's mane. And I've been doing a little research on lion's mane. It's actually a mushroom that I guess it kind of looks like a lion's mane, the way it's it grows. It's really interesting. And I've been consuming it, but I never looked it up until last night. I was just curious, what does a lion's mane mushroom look like? And it's, yeah, it looks kind of, it's like white and stringy, like, like hair in a way. So, um, but there's a lot of benefits to lion's mane and you can find it on amazon there you can take like capsule forms or a powder i've been using the om lion's mane and i just really like it it's a powder form and i mix it in my brain boosting smoothie and again you'll see you can find that on my youtube channel after i've you know brushed my teeth i've had my caffeine my water i've set the mood then is when i will meditate and you all know that i love my crystals And so I get all my crystals out. I try to, um, I sit around, I sit where all my crystals are and I'll usually pick out one or two to hold in my hand while I meditate. And I also use a grounding mat and I've mentioned it a little bit on Insta stories. So I don't know if you saw that, but I'm going to create a YouTube video on it. I've been really fascinated (laughs) about grounding and earthing, something that I never really knew about I guess vague I guess I knew somewhat of you know the health benefits of standing barefoot on the earth but the extent of what I knew was really nothing I just 
thought I just heard once, it's really good for you to stand barefoot on the earth. I was like, okay. <laughs> but it, knowing the reasons why really motivates you to give it a try and to make it more a part of your routine. So since it's cold, it's been winter and it's cold outside and it's starting to get warm, but it's not warm in the mornings yet. I bought this grounding mat. You can also find it on Amazon. Find everything on Amazon. So I don't even know what it's called, but just search up grounding mat. And it's just this little like rubber looking mat that you can sit on or stand on. And you want to you want to um, have it touching your bare skin. So make sure you take your socks off and you're sitting on it in a way where it is your skin is exposed and you're touching the mat. And I'll explain more about grounding and earthing in another episode or in a YouTube video, but for now you can go do your own research on it and understand the the benefits of grounding. So I will sit on my grounding mat, cross-legged with my feet touching the mat, and then I will be holding my crystals and I'll go through a meditation. Sometimes I'll meditate in complete silence. Other times I'll meditate using an app or a YouTube video, a guided meditation YouTube video, or I'll just turn on some music that's just instrumental that helps me feel relaxed. So there's all different ways of setting the tone. You can totally do it on your own, but I still use guided meditations mostly every day. So meditation has done wonders for me. And one thing that I notice, and it's been almost a year now since I've been meditating every day, is feelings of peace and clarity. Clarity is a big thing because our minds are constantly going and it is our job to take control of the mind. The best way to do it is through meditating and by practicing it really does. It's not just laying there and relaxing. It's It takes work and effort to not think and to focus on the breath because that's the only way you cannot think is by focusing on the breath or different sensations in your body. Focus on the candle burning. Focus on a sound that you're hearing. You have to be focusing your brain on something in order to stop the thoughts. Don't feel bad if you find it to be quite challenging to remove those thoughts because it definitely requires practice to get better at it. And I'm only doing like 10 minutes a day. I want to work up to more. But for now, I know that that's, that's what I, my, that's my goal is to just get really good at 10 minutes and then I'll move up. And I haven't even gotten to a point yet where I feel like I can move up, increase the time. Eventually I'll feel like I might have a little more time to fit in longer meditations. You know, when my kids are all in school and I have the entire day. Maybe I'll meditate for a full hour. That'll be cool. But for now, 10 minutes is great. And I notice a difference just with the 10 minutes. I feel like I'm strengthening my meditation muscle. (laughs) I'm strengthening the brain in that sense where I feel like I'm gaining more control over my mind. Therefore, allowing that channel to open up. So the whole goal with meditation is not only to relieve stress and to just feel at peace and more relaxed, but it also, once you can clear out that chatter in the brain, you open yourself up to inspiration, creativity, that full 
amazing connection with God or your inner being, your intuition. That is where you find that clarity and the answers that you're searching for. We're constantly looking for answers in books and through other people, but the real truth and answers that we are seeking come when we clear our minds and connect to our inner beings. That is where it comes from. I used to constantly search scriptures and books and which I still do. I still love searching books for things that really resonate with me. But I've learned that truth and the specific answers that I am seeking come when I clear the chatter in my mind. So there's my bit on meditation. And then after I meditate, I will take a moment to write. And I have a lot of different things that I can suggest as far as your, you know, 10, 20 minutes that you allow yourself for writing time. First, I would suggest a thought download, um, meaning just get everything in your brain, out of your brain and onto paper. And thought downloads actually feel better for me when I do it at night, because that's when my brain is going the most. The morning, I feel much more clarity, especially after I meditate. But one thing I really love to use are the writing prompts from Esther Hicks in her book, Ask and It Is Given. She has like the whole back section of her book. She shares like, I think like 10 different writing prompts, 10 different ways to raise your emotional vibration, raise the vibrational frequency of emotion. And so it's really cool because she gives all these different ways to help you feel better or to attract what you want and to manifest what you want and all those great things. So I really love her writing prompts in her book. Other things that I will take some time to do is write out my podcast outline. Also, I like the Seat of the Soul study guide. There's a lot of different writing prompts in that in the end of, in the study guide portion of that book. And then of course, a gratitude page, you know, writing a full page in your journal on gratitude. Also, write what I want to manifest and even maybe new chapters, you know, a new chapter for a new book that I might write. So those are all different ways that I like to use my writing time in the morning. And then I'll move on to a little bit of reading. I love reading, but mostly I get a lot of my books um, through Audible and I listen to a lot of podcasts. So I only spend about 10, maybe 20 minutes a day reading an actual book, but I love it. I love, this is one thing that I really noticed about the difference of when I wrote my morning routine um, on my blog like a year ago, I talked about how I, I would always start with a prayer and scripture reading, which it's changed only in the sense that my prayer is now meditation and I still practice gratitude and I'm also asking the universe or God to to bless me with these things that I'm hoping for. So my prayers are still somewhat the same except for it's no longer such a formal thing where I start with dear heavenly father and end with in the name of Jesus Christ. I just, I flow more with my gratitude and manifesting, if that makes sense. And then as far as my reading, I don't read scriptures anymore, which is actually such a huge relief because reading scriptures was never 
something I loved. I couldn't get into the scriptures, but I always felt like it was something that I had to do first, like so that I can check it off my list. I read my scriptures today. (laughs) So I felt like I was always forcing myself to read the scriptures and to listen to conference talks, which I actually did enjoy conference talks more than scriptures, but I'd also even feel a little bit guilty, like, oh, but I should read the Book of Mormon first, like, and then I can listen to a conference talk, then I can choose to read a book that I want to read, which I rarely had time to do. So it's really awesome for me to now have this additional time where I don't have to read my scriptures. I get to read whatever I want, the things that I actually want to learn about. So I'm really excited about that. But I, and also I still do believe in the power of repetition. So although I read the Book of Mormon before and um, were always advised to read it over and over and over, it was very monotonous to me. I never really enjoyed it. So, but I can see how the benefits of repetition are really, can really impact the way you learn and the way you grow. So I've read so many books within the last year. So instead of constantly purchasing new books, listening to new books on Audible. I think I'm about ready to stop purchasing new books and go through the, (laughs) I think I've got like two dozen or more books now in Audible. Yeah, at least that on Audible that I've listened to. And so I'm going to now spend the next year going through all those books again, because it's funny how we see things differently as time goes on. Speaking of which, I'm sure you all know the book, The Four Agreements. It was such a popular book that people were talking about about three years ago, four years maybe, but that's when I first read it and I was still fully in the religion and it's so funny because over the weekend I was going through that book again and just reading through some things that I, some pages that I had dog-eared and some parts that I had marked up and I'm reading this chapter and seeing it completely different now that I'm out of my religion and realizing that, wow, I totally just had no clue what they were talking about. And now I'm reading it and thinking, oh my gosh, I had no idea what he meant here. And now it makes sense. So that's the the beauty of repetition and, and reading things again a year or two down the road, because you will always see new things from each book that you've read. So I definitely want to go through all those books that I've read and reread them and see what new insights I can discover as I continue to evolve and grow. So the next thing I would do, which this is what I rarely do, but I really need to try harder at getting this in, is just five minutes of a little bit of yoga stretching or a HIIT workout. I think, you know, getting your, getting some, a little blood pumping, um, is good for the brain, of course. First thing in the morning, wakes you up, get your blood flowing, and then do some light stretching. That would be something that I, I think I could really benefit from, and but I have yet to master that. <laughs> I feel like I run out of time. By the time I do all these things, I run out of time. So either I need to wake up earlier or I need to cut down the time that it takes me to read or write, or I got to figure out how to make it work. Cause it's just five minutes. That's, that's a goal. I want to have just five minutes of like jump, jumping jacks, something where I'm getting my blood flowing and then do some yoga stretches. So that's my ideal morning routine. Uh, oh, and then I don't want to forget this. You got to make your bed. I love when people say, making their bed is an important part of their morning routine because I totally agree. Whenever I make my bed, 
I just feel more refreshed and I'm not tempted to get back in, first of all, (laughs) but I do like to, every time I walk into my bedroom, I like to see a neatly made bed. It's funny because my daughter, Lily, she's 13 and she's constantly every day when I say, can you just make your bed? You know, I'm trying to be a little more like asking her to do things instead of telling her to do things, you know, things like making your bed, which is should be more of her choice instead of me forcing her to do something that makes me feel good. So I keep trying to express to her how making your bed is not about other people seeing it because she's always like, nobody's going to see it. I'm like, Lily, how many times do I have to tell you? It's not about other people seeing your bed made. Nobody ever sees my master bedroom. It's upstairs and far away from where anybody will ever (laughs) go in my house. But I like to see it. And so I try to explain that to her, that it's not about other people seeing it. It's about you seeing it and how good it makes you feel when you see it. Also, when you get into it at night, I like getting into a neatly made bed. It feels fresh and I don't know, it just feels good. So I'm trying to explain that to her. But anyway, that is my morning routine. I would love to hear if any of you have any additional tips or things that you like to do in your morning, anything that I may have left out, any additional advice around this morning routine, I am all ears. So email me, message me on Facebook or Instagram. I would love to hear from you guys. Oh, and I have a really fun surprise, which I'm going to reveal to you right now. But I want you all to know that I have Mindy Gledhill coming on the podcast next week. I'm so excited to talk to her. I've been a huge fan of hers for years and she too has gone through a faith transition and I can't wait to hear her story and to pick her brain around her experience and her thoughts and her new beliefs and all these things. You definitely need to check out her new album, Rabbit Hole. It is incredible and All the words, the lyrics of her songs just really resonate with my soul. And I just love that she has such amazing talent and can write about something that is so fresh on my mind and really expresses so perfectly how how this feels to go through a faith crisis. So look forward to having her on the podcast next week and I will see you guys then. Thanks for listening to the Wannabe Balanced podcast. Get access to free resources available at wannabebalanced.com. If you love the show, then leave a review or share it with a friend. Until next week.